Thanks for listening to the Thyroid Fixer podcast with your host, me, Dr. Amy Horniman, aka the Thyroid Fixer. Also, functional medicine practitioner, hormone and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone, and health-related in order to empower, educate, and transform you. Remember, I fix your thyroid, I fix your hormones, I fix your life. So let's get started. So this information just flat out sucks that sitting actually can make you fat. Have you ever heard of the baobab fruit? It's really interesting. And it is such an affordable way to increase your antioxidants because this thing is a multi-talented, multivitamin, multi-mineral, one-of-a-kind supplement in powder form that you throw into your shakes. Oh my God, it just pretty much becomes a no-brainer. So this particular Baobab Boost from Trim Healthy Mama, my two favorite ladies on the planet, they introduced me to this amazing antioxidant and I fell in love. I put it in all the time. Every single shake that I have, I put the Baobab powder in. It's citrus and sherbet tasting dried flesh, has five times the fiber of oats, and a higher antioxidant level than any food on the planet. That's eight times that of the superberry SIE and more than blueberries and pomegranates combined. So quit eating all the sugar and just use organic baobab fruit pulp. It's that easy. Because Trim Healthy Mama, they put that into a nice powder. Like I said, I just scoop it right out, throw it into my shake. Oh my gosh, it reduces inflammation. It helps with weight loss. And the other really interesting thing about it is it's kind of working as an appetite suppressant. Now, I know it's not touted for that, but when you put it in your shake, especially first thing in the morning, throw that into a nice protein shake, you'll notice that your appetite is definitely curbed. So now I'm thinking of this perfect stack to replace or or supplement those GLPs out there on the market. What if we did Baobab and Metabolism Fixer together? That would be crazy at controlling your appetite. And with the Baobab, you're getting all those antioxidants. It's, it's amazing. And this powder is so affordable. It is so affordable. So you're going to go to store.trimhealthymama.com And look up Baobab. It's B-A-O-B-A-B, Baobab Boost Powder. Uh, These ladies have just gone all out with their entire line. But this is one of my favorites because I started using it. And I have to say that I noticed the appetite suppression difference. And then when I dove down the rabbit hole of what else is in it, the antioxidant content, the multi-mineral content, it just becomes a no-brainer. So store.trimhealthymama.com. Look for Baobab powder. Enjoy. Are you sick of hearing me talk about Young Goose yet? Well, that's too bad because I love them. And I have been using them now for years, probably about two or three years. And I can honestly say that my skin looks great. So I go to my plastic surgeon's office to get a little bit of Botox, right? And he says, what are you doing for your skin? because your skin looks great and I'm 50. 
it's going to be Young Goose. You know, I've never had the ability to do those ablative lasers that are supposed to refresh and renew your skin. I just can't do it. I break out. So I love a good product line that is actually going to do something with my skin and help me not age. So whether we're talking about eye cream, finding that perfect eye cream, whether you're finding that perfect collagen boosting cream that smooths out wrinkles, Young Goose has it all. I use pretty much everything in their line, but my favorites are going to be the Care Moisturizer. This has NAD and NAD boosting powers to it, which obviously helps your skin. We love NAD for anti-aging. I use the Hyperbaric Mask at night. I put that on. Oh my gosh, it just renews and replenishes and hydrates my skin. I use the ProCare Serum. This is an anti-aging serum. It's senolytic meaning it's going to seek out and destroy the bad cells and promote new cell growth. I use the adaptogenic cleanser. I use the amplifying essence, which really kind of boosts up your skincare. Overall, Bio-C peptide spray as a toner. Their entire line is fantastic. If you even start with two to three products, you will notice a difference in your skin. So you're going to go to younggoose.com and you're going to use the code Dr. Amy. This is going to save you 5% off. Now, is it a ginormous savings? No, but their line is so precise and so grounded in science. This is what they can offer. And, you know, I love the owners too. I think buying from, from a family owned company is so important. And if you met the owners, you would fall in love and want to, use their products every single day because you know that their heart and soul is literally behind this line. So younggoose.com, use the code Dr. Amy, you will notice a difference in your skin. So the first time that I saw this was back when I was in doctoral school and I forget what the assignment was. We had to do some kind of assignment looking at the effects of sitting too long. And, you know, I sit all day to record podcasts. I sit to talk to patients and do telehealth. Listen, we all kind of sit a lot. Now, I mean, you spring for a standing desk. That's cool. But most of us are sitting throughout the day. So to see the results of this study that was done, looking at the effects of sitting on the body just kind of depressed me. But then Stay tuned because I'm going to follow up with my own research on sitting and how we can overcome it. So yes, you can overcome the effects of sitting on the body. Let's first go over the effects of sitting on the body. First of all, insulin resistance. How many times do I talk about insulin resistance on here? Insulin resistance affects roughly 80% of Americans. Now, I always see it in about 99% of the cases of hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's, I see insulin resistance. So insulin resistance is also more prevalent when you sit too much. So in one study, we found looking at 3,757 women who sat for eight hours a day, increased their risk of developing type 2 diabetes by 56%, eight hours a day. 56% increase in type 2 diabetes or insulin resistance, which precedes going full-blown type 2 diabetic. So then we also see in this study that 
these women tend to have more fat within their bodies, particularly visceral fat, which is that fat that's kind of like beneath your organs. It's not that fat that you can grab on your stomach. It's, you know, those people, and you might be one of them that have a hard belly. I call it hard belly where you can pinch and you're grabbing skin, but the belly's actually sticking out. The fat is behind the abdominal wall and behind your organ and really surrounds your organs. And this is what really sets you up for additional health concerns and additional, let's say, disease states because of that fat surrounding your organs. Now that visceral fat is also what encourages insulin resistance. So it's kind of like, okay, it's this cyclical event where you're sitting too much, your body goes into a state of insulin resistance and lays down fat and lays down this visceral fat. And then that visceral fat makes you more insulin resistant. Because remember, I always say this, a fat cell cannot shrink in the presence of insulin. A fat cell only grows in the presence of insulin. So you have these fat cells that are, remember fat cells too are, are messengers. They do a lot more than just sit there and make us miserable. They actually send messages. They release hormones like ghrelin and leptin. And we won't go down that rabbit hole, but just know that you're, you know, your fat is doing things. So your fat, when you carry more fat, you're more likely to be estrogen dominant and you're more likely to be insulin resistant. So it's almost like it compounds upon itself. And then when you are insulin resistant, you lose muscle mass, which that is, I mean, that's key to having a metabolism. That is your metabolic furnace. When you have lean muscle mass, you have a higher metabolism. So as you sit for longer periods, we, our muscles tend to atrophy or shrink. The insulin resistance also and we know this from looking at, at full-blown diabetics, they are quicker to lose muscle mass as they age compared to healthier individuals. So then we have the loss of muscle mass, which intensifies the symptoms, deteriorates your body composition and spurs on more insulin resistance. The other thing that we're seeing with sitting too long is a risk of heart disease. Literally, so the enzymes that burn your body fat decrease by 90% when sitting for an hour or longer. I'm going to read that again because this is right from a study. This study shows that enzymes that burn body fat decrease by 90% when sitting for an hour or longer. How many of you sit for an hour or longer? So the enzyme involved with body fat burning is called lipoprotein lipase, LPL. So LPL's role is to produce good cholesterol or that HDL. And that's what we look at on your lipid panel. And if that's, you know, 50, 60 or above, I go, you know what? Your heart is protected. You got, you got that good cholesterol going on. It's awesome. And that HDL helps with triglyceride levels protects against heart disease. It keeps bad cholesterol from building up in the arteries. It's awesome. But we know that if you're sedentary, and this is like a sedentary lifestyle, this is, you're not working out, you're sitting around, you're doing crafts, you're watching TV too much. Sedentary lifestyle has been shown to decrease HDL levels. So that's your good cholesterol. And then a low HDL level is a common metabolic syndrome risk and is associated with increased risk of hypertension or high blood pressure and cardiovascular disease. 
So when we're looking at this particular study with sitting and the effects on the body, now this is an animal study, but it shows that rodents that were forced to stay laying down for most of the day to kind of were simulating that sedentary lifestyle that I just talked about, they were found that the LPL levels in their leg muscles decreased immensely. Then when they stood up, the enzyme was 10 times more active. So even though, you know, these studies, the studies that we're looking at with sitting and heart disease with humans are still going, it still really kind of screams out like, hey, we should take short breaks. So this is where, you know, you stand up, you walk around, you use a standing desk. And those little breaks in the day actually do help. I promise you they help. Also, when you sit, your muscles become weaker. This is why people sit on the ball. You know, you're in those Zoom meetings through this last year, through 2020, you're doing everything via Zoom and you're seeing some of your, your coworkers bouncing on a ball, right? This is literally because they, A, they want to move. So there, it is producing some movement. And then B, we know that when you sit in a chair, your desk, in an office chair, your glute muscles, your abdominal muscles, and your legs are dormant. So if you sit for extended periods of time, day after day, these muscles actually degenerate. So you're working so hard to get a J-Lo booty. You're at the gym. You're doing 5 million leg lifts and leg presses and lunges. And you're wearing the tights that go up your butt crack, which I didn't get that memo, but apparently that's the new fad to make you look like you had a rounder butt. And yet your butt is deteriorating as you sit. So you're just completely negating all those freaking lunges that you're doing at the gym, ladies. You got to get up. You got to get up. And then remember your metabolism, your ability to burn fat is directly linked with your body composition. So just like we just said, muscles are metabolically active. They are going to fuel you, going to give you the, the ability to burn more fat. The more muscle you have, the more metabolically active you are. So if you're losing muscle from sitting all day, then you're going to have a lower metabolism. You're just going to be at a higher propensity to lay down fat. Also, when we sit, circulation. So blood flow starts to go slow down when you sit for too long, but not just your legs, your brain. So think about that 2 p.m. Now that 2 p.m. slump could be because you're eating too many carbs at lunch and you're crashing. That's that high blood sugar spike followed by the low, but it could also be that you're just sitting too long. So when you were complaining about having that brain fog in the afternoon, I want you to think about how long you have been sitting there without a break. How long have you been sitting at your desk without a break? That's low circulation, even to the brain. One study showed that just taking two breaks an hour, every hour for two minutes at a time, increase their lifespan, increase people's lifespan by 33%. Now, I know you're focused on fat, not necessarily lifespan, but those two breaks for two minutes, twice an hour also improve circulation. So that's going to give you a little bit more brain power. And then ladies, you know, before you go out and you, you, you accept that Sally Field drug for your bones, because you were told that you have osteopenia or osteoporosis, think about how long you sit. So long-term sitting also weakens your bones. 
Now, this is from the Mayo Clinic. They have actually stated that people who spend a lot of time sitting have a higher risk of osteoporosis than, than do those who are more active. And the reason for this is the bone is live tissue. It's constantly in a state of forming new bone material and absorbing the old bone material. As we age, the rate that bone is reabsorbed is faster than what new bone is, is created. So that's one of those factors that leads to rapid bone loss, lack of physical activity. So we know that just like muscles, bones can become stronger when they're used. Walking, movement that includes weight-bearing exercises, so important for your bones. And because we know that their bones are constantly in a state of, of forming new, this is where we give our bones vitamin D paired with K and magnesium. You don't need calcium. DK mag is your biggest arsenal for keeping your bones strong in addition to getting up, in addition to taking those breaks from sitting, doing some walking, doing some strength building, doing weight-bearing activities. That is what's going to get you a lean, mean aging machine where you're not going to need the Fosamax and the Sally Field drugs that have a crap ton of side effects that you shouldn't be on anyways. Do the things that you can do. So like I said, you know, set, uh, what, what can you do? You set an alarm, you get rid of the comfy chair. Maybe you get the standing desk. Maybe you get a ball that can actually help you move. You know, they have those little, uh, those little bicycle things that you can put under your desk. And it's not like you're going to be burning calories and sweating up a storm, but you're going to be moving throughout the day. That's going to increase your circulation. So it'll help your brain power and it'll help from going into that state of insulin resistance. Think about it. So after I did all of this research and I was bummed about it because I sit for so long, I decided to see can movement offset, like meaning if I go to the gym like I do for an hour a day, but then I come home and I have to sit, can that, can my movement in the gym offset sitting? And the answer is pretty much. So I go to the gym, I spend an hour, that session does give me a little bit more leeway for sitting throughout the day, but I do still have to get, you got to still get up once an hour. So even if you go to the gym, you get your workout in, you still have to get up once an hour. And listen, your Apple watch will scream at you. It's time to stand. I mean, that's not just, I don't know why they put that in there, but they were smart. It's, it's giving you that little nudge to like, get up. You've been sitting too long. Get up, walk around, do some stretches, do anything that you have to once an hour. And that will improve your metabolism. And this is where we have to come back to some basics, right? I've, I've even found in the last few weeks that I have to bring my own brain back to the basics with my patients because too often we get sucked down the medical rabbit hole. Listen, I love making sure that your thyroid's optimized. I love making sure that your hormones are optimized. But how do I know if, if we have everything optimized and you come to me and you're like, well, I'm still, I'm still tired during the day. Let's go back to the basics. Are you drinking water? Are you standing up? Or are you sitting all day? Are you getting enough protein in? Are you getting enough salt in your diet? Because low salt will affect your, your energy and will increase fatigue. How stressed are you? Are you sleeping? Are you turning off your phone before you 
you know, a couple hours before you go to bed? Are you wearing blue light blocking glasses? What are you doing on your end outside of the medical stuff, outside of taking your meds and getting your labs and optimizing those little behaviors, those simple things can make a huge difference and have a huge impact on how you feel. So let's get back to the basics and say, check yourself. Are you standing up or are you sitting too long? Because there are detrimental effects to sitting too long. So bottom line, get up and get moving. It will make a huge difference in your life. Huge, huge, huge. And in your body comp and in what we're trying to do with your insulin. We're trying to bring that down. If we got you on the berberine and we got you on Sensitol and we got you on a low-carb diet and that insulin is still hanging up above a six, check yourself. Are you sitting too long? You got to get up and move. You got to do something. All right. Hopefully this helps. One more step in the journey, right? It's one more piece of info. We got to cover all of these pieces to help you out. One more piece of info. And I promise you, you can override the effects of sitting. You might not be able to quit your job, but you can override the effects of sitting too long by just doing these little things. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, please share this episode and check out the entire Thyroid Fixer podcast on all podcast platforms. If you're on iTunes, it would be awesome if you left me a review. And just a reminder, anything you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat. So you always want to check with your doctor about any advice given on this podcast. And if you'd like to schedule a discovery call, please refer to the show notes for all the links. Everything that we talked about in the podcast will be in there with a guide for you on how you can get your life back. Let's get you fixed.